Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I am the great and peaceful mystery. And I'm... Jay with uh, needs a new set of undies after yeah. that. I'm ready to explore these wilds. You ready? Oh yeah! I just we're going to talk about how to become immortal. Immortal? Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. Freaky. <laughs> yes. No. How to become immortal? We're going to talk about the immortal jellyfish. Oh dang it! I thought you were going to do like a Highlander thing. Oh, they're going to do one. We're going to yeah. We're going to do a Kurgan episode. No, he's um, freaky. The immortal jellyfish, no bigger than a human pinky. Torophius. They're that small? Yeah. Commonly referred to as immortal jellyfish, possesses a baffling <sighs> ability to live forever. Now I have to look this up. That is until a predator pounces. I, well, I'll tell you, they're four to five millimeters tall and four to five millimeters wide, most of them. But what do you mean you didn't think? Like um, I said no bigger c- than a human pinky. Because we've... um Immortal, hold on. I'm trying to spell it right. Uh... Because uh, we talked about these guys on Crips of the Corn a lot, mm-hmm. and you always describe, which I'm sure you will here soon, their reproductive process. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I imagined not something the size of your pinky finger. Well, there's other jellyfish. I'm just talking about the immortal one. I but I know, but still, like when I pictured this guy, I just never think it was that small. So all jellyfish exist in basically two forms: the polyp form and the medusa form. Okay. So the Medusa form is what you classically think is a jellyfish, the bell with the tentacles and the, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the polyp form is that kind of flower structure I described, which we'll get into. Okay. That pr- makes more jellyfish. They look pretty cool. While most grow from the uh, from polyp to Medusa, the mortal jellyfish can alternate between the two forms. That's kind of what we talked about. Okay, gotcha. So I will go into the reproductive. Uh, before that, though, jellyfish, like all or all jellyfish, including the immortal have no brain nor heart, but are still able to operate complex mazes and have up to 26 eyes, depending on the species. Eyes? Eyes. No, I didn't know they had eyes. They're more like eye spots than what you would call an eye on us. Okay. They're very different. Keep in mind, this is a truly ancient organism. So they're sensing their surroundings in a different way. Yes. Okay. A whole different, yeah. So moral jellyfish reproduces both sexually and asexually. When on the brink of death, the immortal jellyfish can revert back to the polyp stage and start the life cycle over and over again. Fortunately, there is no limit to the number of times this can be done because they have what this is what's really, really freaky about these guys. Okay. Uh, you know, when you, like we talked about with DNA, the problem with like why we die of age and like why we age is because our DNA is copying, 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 copying. And once you copy a copy, you know, you lose a little bit of data. Oh, yeah. And so once you've done that, you know. I know all about that. So that's why our bodies start failing and stuff like that. Hmm. So, so you, these guys don't do that. Okay. They're a big slap in the face to like that kind of death in animals. Hmm. Because there's a lot of biologists that kind of throw out the immortal jellyfish to make biology rules. Uh, yeah, it happens a lot in, si- in quote, quote, unquote, unquote, science. science. And I think that's been the best part about all the shows we produce is to show you that scientists argue there's not one answer in science. No, the only answer is the one we provide. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, we try to look into it yourself. Right, so yes. Two, let's say two mortal jellyfish in the Medusa stage. There is males and females. Uh, they release their egg and sperm into the water. 
They form what's called a zygote. It swims around. It's oh, you know a larva that kind of palpitates around. When the palpate swims and attaches to a rock on the bottom, it then forms the polyp stage. The polyp is very kind of similar to a flower. Okay. Like, depending on the species of jellyfish, it forms one kind of flower on top of the stem that grows more and more flowers inside of itself, and the last flower on top becomes a jellyfish, the medusa stage, and then swims off. Or some, like the immortal jellyfish, for example, grows like a bunch of flowers okay. all over the stem, and then they each become a jellyfish. Okay. So what's crazy, that's the whole reproductive cycle normally. The jellyfish, the immortal jellyfish, reproduces with other immortal jellyfish. When itself gets damaged, it just turns back into a polyp and remakes itself into a baby. Which is crazy. It's not technically cloning. So cloning, like, for example, uh, Komodo dragons. They can, if there's no males present, the female can lay a bunch of female eggs. Right. That are genetically identical to her. Right. But they are kind, they're made of different materials. It's hard to kind of explain. She's still going through the reproductive process in a different way. I guess it's very hard to kind of explain. Okay. With the immortal jellyfish, it's just taking its tissue and turning itself back into a baby. Right. It's just re... Uh, it's re-hitting the restart button. Right, yeah. There's. It's like throwing itself into a blender, blending it all up, and then pouring it back into a mold and fresh and new again. This ability is achieved through an extremely rare process in nature called... I'm going to try to say this. Transdifferentiation. Okay. Transdifferentiation. The action of a mature, specialized cell transforming back into a different, completely uh, different, a completely different mature specialized cell. So for humans, it would be like your heart cell becoming a bone cell. That'd be odd. It's impossible, as far as we know right now. Well, with our understanding of right. how we work. They haven't cut me open to find out yet. Scientists have been studying the cell mechanism for its potential use in medicine and human biology. But yeah, so it's it's weird. It's not like everything's a stem cell. Like when we talk about oxalotls, right? Uh, and they regrow their limbs. It's because they have there's they're basically all their cells are stem stem cells. cells yep. It's a whole different thing because their cells aren't specialized fully yet. These guys, all their cells are specialized. They become organs. They become body parts. Right. But they can hit the restart button and reshape a completely mature cell into something new. Into a different type of specialized mature cell. It's insane. I know it may not sound like it is. But no, it, really it is. is. Like, if you really break it down, like, you're breaking down those, like you said, a heart cell that has a specific job to do, and then you break it down and then, re I guess, rebuild Without it back. Without losing data. Yeah, that's the weird part. All of this, beside, if you took away that factor, it makes a lot more sense. Right, yeah. Without losing data, is it's incredible. Uh, a scientist named Shin Kubuto who spent over 15 years studying these organisms in the uh, Quito University, found that a certain condition prevent this real or this type of process, uh, which is a large ball of water colder than 22 degrees Celsius. So they kind of go into like a stasis. Yeah. Colder, they get, what's 22 degrees Celsius? What is that in Fahrenheit? Like they just kind of turn into this big gelatinous ball at yeah. that temperature. Uh, but they don't ever finish the process. These are a tropical species. So that's that's only 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Wow. jellyfish are okay. also known as hitchhikers. They have been recorded hitching rides on cargo ships as uh, an underwater sea ballast. You know, they suck in water for ballast in ships. Mm -hmm. A phenomenon which allows a species to spread rapidly and populate the world's oceans in recent decades. 
So before now we have a where they have it banned. If you take in saltwater ballast, you have to dump it in fresh water to kill off all yeah, the to kill off all the hitchhikers. And vice versa, if you have freshwater ballast, you have to dump it in salt water. Because hmm. um, that's how like gobies and stuff got here from Europe. Oh, they're, they're okay. Destroying the Great Lakes. Yeah, that's yeah. how they got here. They just hitched a ride. Or, yeah. Well, hopefully bull sharks aren't hitching a ride because the, the ballast intake's really small. <laughs> I don't think there's like a six foot wide pipe. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of like there's not a lot known about these guys. These guys are still extremely big mysteries to science. Okay. But yeah, it's just it's truly a mortal animal unless they get eaten. You know, that kind of breaks the process. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, people kind of joke and say lobsters are immortal. Right. They aren't in the traditional sense. They die from not being able to get out of their shells. Okay. Most of the time, if you just let them live and live and live, even if you help them, they still are going to die of old age. They still have deterioration. They still have genetic deterioration. Uh, these guys don't. How do you know they don't, though? Lobsters. We can kind of see it in their DNA, like the breakdown and stuff like that. Oh, they just okay. don't live. They don't live long enough to die from that. Gotcha. Okay. 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 They live. They die from not being able to get out of their shells. So eventually, they would die from that. Yeah, because they get weaker and weaker as they get older. So they eventually their shells also get thicker. Right. So these giant lobsters, the last time they just can't get out of their shell, and they end up dying. They end up being crushed their selves to death. That's kind of crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the immortal jellyfish. They just. This weird little thing in science, these weird little blips in nature, that's what this show's all about, is this thing breaks pretty much every rule. All the rules, yeah. I'll try to re-describe that one process. So immortal jellyfish are also known as, or no, sorry, not that one. The uh, the scientist in the Japanese university found a certain condition prevents re this reinvigoration starvation, which is a large ball or large bell size and water co- uh, colder and so basically they become this like big gelatinous ball. Right. And it just, it just, we don't know why we don't know what is it. When you get, when they get too cold, basically, yeah. which is not you know, 71 degrees, but they are tropical species, right? Which that is cold water. I mean, don't get me wrong. No, but, 71 is, is pretty cold. Yeah. Uh, their native range, we believe is the Mediterranean sea. Uh, but they are everywhere now. Everywhere that's tropical with the warm waters. Hmm. But yeah, these guys break a lot of the rules. I can't remember the exact word for it. It's escaping me. But there's a word of species DNA breaking down over time. That's what causes death, quote unquote. There's a big fancy word for that whole process. And it's escaped me at this moment. But they kind of break that rule. Because even if species live, like, for example, the redwoods or some like the Jacobs trees and stuff like that that live 10,000 years, 12,000 years. Or our good friend Bob, you know, he's 44,000 years old. Right, yeah, he's he pretty old. He still will, according to that rule, die of old age. It's just his species takes a lot a longer. Than ours. Yeah, it's hard for us to see that end of that road. Right. Uh, but, you know, there's smaller Bobs out there, so we can kind of see that, that, you know, they grow. Small Bobs. <laughs> Big yeah. Bobs and small Bobs. What do you think about this? I think they're pretty cool. Like I said, I didn't understand or I didn't know they were so small, but... um. You know, it's a, a freak of nature, but in a good way. And mm-hmm. maybe these guys are aliens. I think it could be that, or that they are so ancient, these are restarters. They're always there, no matter what happens. There's a few, in my opinion, there's a few species that are going to rock through pretty much every mass extinction. 
Which is these guys, cockroaches. I mean, tardigrades. There's, there's tardigrades. a couple. Horseshoe crabs for some reason. And horseshoe crabs. Because they got I just the, seen, it's their blue blood. I just seen the shirt that uh, says Ideal Bodies. And it's just a picture of a horseshoe crab. Oh, yeah. Because they've been around for, forever. Because they pretty much came into existence. Whatever killed the trilobites, the horseshoe crab took over right after and just stayed. Yeah, it's never left. And they breed in the full moon. Trilobites are still around though, right? No. They're not? Mm-mm. It's probably because other arthropods after just kind of wiped them out, even if they did survive their mass extinction event. There's other big bugs, though, that are kind of like them, right? Arthropods, not bugs, but. Oh, excuse me. Sea bugs is what I was. Yeah, the horseshoe crab. (laughs) Oh, see, that's what I meant. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. It's the blue blood. That's why they stay alive. But yeah, I love these little guys. Uh, Their stings do suck. It's not going to, in my, from my little research, it's not going to kill you, but it's going to suck. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. It's not like a little box jellyfish and stuff like that. It's one of the ones you just got to pee on. It makes it go away. Which gets confused a lot. Man, like Man of Wars and box jellyfish mm-hmm. are some of the deadliest venomous animals on this planet. Yeah. Like uh, box jellyfish really suck. Yeah. You will die. That sucks. I and would, it's going to suck the whole time you're dying. I don't want to get stung by a jelly. See, at least some animals, like, it doesn't suck the whole time you're dying. You're just dying. Right. Yeah, sure. A lot of these aquatic animals, it sucks. The entire time. The entire time. Like uh, box jellyfish, you feel like you're burning from the inside out with lava yeah, until you die. Screw that. Yeah. But yeah, I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jay. Maybe these guys will crack us into being immortal. I guess that's end. Let's end on that. Would you be immortal if you had the chance? No. Right there with you. I no. couldn't. Neither. Nope. Don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's not reversible. Because if you were this thing, you could shoot yourself and nothing would happen. <laughs> you just, but you restart as a baby. Right, yeah. Now, wait, wait. Well, oh, that could be a different angle. Okay, would you restart as a baby if you could retain all your genetic information and live forever? Well, no, I don't want to live forever. No, not the not the live forever part. But I would live a long time if you could hit the reset button like these guys. No, because I'm being a smart baby probably sucks. Yeah, but yeah, but you might. I don't know. See, their version of a baby is a lot different than our version of a baby. Go through kindergarten again. You could rock that. You you know all the block towers. They just become like a small version of themselves. It's not like human babies have a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. Believe me. You could you could dump in your pants again, and no one would judge you. I just do it now. Well, yeah, I said no one would judge you. I don't care what people think. Oh, true. Okay, I'm immortal. Well, maybe. I my plan to, is to live forever, and so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> As a Stephen Wright joke. They also don't get cancer or anything like that. That is one of the positives. Oh, these guys don't. Yeah, jellyfish don't get cancer. Maybe we need to start slicing their DNA into us. Sharks don't get cancer either. Hmm. I could do some shark DNA. A bunch of people died from that because they thought shark blood was a cure to cancer, and they were just in Mexico inject themselves with blood. Injecting? Yeah, it's not. It's not. No, don't do it. It's no, bad. don't do that. Just if you're gonna do anything with sharks, like at least I don't know, scalp yourself and then replace it with shark skin. <laughs> All right, it'll look I awesome. have been the great and peaceful mystery, and I've been Jay. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> Try to stay warm. Have fun out there. We'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky File on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow. Remember to share and give it a five-star review.